Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. In the bullpen today, we have Miss Portia Barry Kilby, commentator Young Voices, a graduate of Harvard University, has worked for Hanbury Strategy in London, later moving to New York to work in the multilateral sector. All right, this is gonna be interesting. Um, welcome to the show, how are you? I'm very well, thanks, how are you doing? I'm doing quite well. We're going to chop it up about this fascination that Christian evangelicals have with Vladimir Putin. And really, there's a mixed message inside of the conservative movement about Vladimir Putin. And much of that split can be attributed to the narrative of Donald Trump, in my humble opinion. I don't want to presume what you know or believe about this dynamic happening in America. So if you would, give us your sentiment and I will opine. All right, so I think a lot of the evangelical approach to Putin is basically a game of opposites. They see Putin and his regime standing for certain things in Russia, be that pro-nation, pro-family, pro-satellite conservative values. And then at home in the US, you have Biden not really supporting those things, but also a steady move away from those things that further right evangelicals in the US would hold dear. So the grass always looks greener on the other side of the fence. I don't think that means that evangelicals necessarily have their faith well placed in Putin. But I think it's understandable to see it in that lens. Though it is unfortunate they can't necessarily criticize their own country as well as Russia. It, I think they should be able to do both without parading Russia as a beacon of everything. You know, quite fascinating because I understand exactly where you're coming from with that. Uh, so let's really get into the dynamic of Russia. Russia is an enemy. I know we have tried to make them a friend or we have tried to have friendly conversations, but let's be very clear. Russia has engaged in significant conflict in America, even when they decided to give weapons to the Vietnamese in order to in order to kill American soldiers. They've been meddling in democracy as we know it since 1958, possibly even before that. So these dynamics are there and they have always had an adversarial approach as it relates to America. But here's the thing about international conflict. It's rarely good versus bad, it's bad versus worse. That's how it is, America has dirt, Russia has dirt, Ukraine has dirt, all of them got dirt, right? Why do you see individuals who call themselves America first patriots? They literally will have things on their social media like America first. And then adopt a narrative that's contrary to America first to create a Russia first narrative. And it's outside of the context of their initial proclamation. Why do you think that happens? I think because they believe in America as an idea, but don't like everything they see going on in America. But do you really think that, you know, Ms. Kilby, I have to interject here. Mm -hmm. Do you really think they actually believe in America as an idea? Let's define the idea of America. The idea of America is supposed to be, a land of opportunity, a land of prosperity where differences are celebrated. 
where you have various freedoms of expression. This is a tolerable secular society. It was not founded as a Christian nation. It has never been a Christian nation. The men who founded this country, the great experiment known as America, many of them were deist, by the way. And many of them were contrary to a Christian normative value system and all of them were starting or incorporating or founding America based on the concept of rejecting Christian rule, not on founding it upon the principles of Christian rule. So when a Republican says, well, we support Putin because Putin likes orthodox Christianity, it's insanity, it's insane. My, my point to you is this, I understand where you're going, but when you start the answer with, well, they have an idea of they have this idea of America and that idea of America connects to what? I think their idea of America is contrary to the principles that we're supposed to have in America. Well, I think a lot of people, especially conservative evangelicals in the US would push back that it's not a Christian founding. Of course, you have separation of church and state. That's widely known even by people across the ponds like myself. But there is definitely a tying up of Christian values, the Christian tradition and the US. It is obviously founded on some sense of right or wrong. And people in the US more generally are more religious, more Christian than the count, you know, comparisons across in Europe, especially in the UK. I think they see this erosion of Christian values from society and think that there was some claim to Christian founding of the US. They see Putin who is not backwards at coming forwards on a lot of supposedly Christian teaching. And they think, hang on a minute, this is what we should be doing. We should be standing strong against certain woke ideologies invading our politics, our society. And maybe this is definitely misplaced in Putin and we shouldn't like fawn over him. But I think there is something that so like, there's a comparison. They see things going on in Russia in terms of societal values that they value and that they don't see, unfortunately, in the US. Okay, so let me push back on that. Number one, this nation, the founding of a nation is based on the constitution of that nation. Would you not agree? That's your starting charter, okay? I mean, I say as someone without a written constitution that yes, yeah. in principle. That's typically right in principle. The foundation of a nation is your starting charter, which is known as your constitution. Your constitution typically defines the DNA of that nation. The constitution of America is what's called a secular document. The US Constitution starts with we the people, which means they are taking it away from the typical theocratic greeting you would have in a more religious based societal structure. So they took it from a theocracy or a theocratic method to a method of we the people govern. We are not governed by a theocracy, we're not governed by a church, we're not governed by a Christian outfit is what they were saying in we the people. Religion was mentioned one time in the Constitution. And as mentioned in this context, no religious test shall ever be required as a qualification for any office or public trust. That's Article 6, I believe. Which means in their one reference to religion, they are referencing how religion should not be used as some prerequisite for your ability to hold public office. That's the foundation of the document, the foundational document. So when individuals, Christian right, evangelicals in particular, when they say, well, America was founded as a Christian nation, we can debate opinion matter. We cannot debate a fact. The fact is it was not. The fact is individuals who say that are lying or completely misguided. 
this was not founded as a Christian nation. And, and just because it was founded with some dynamic of right and wrong, remember this, they wrote in their own laws that slavery was, to just, was a justifiable industry. That the ability to own, murder, and rape individuals who were black was acceptable in America. They could even rape the children of black people in America without any repercussion. These are the same individuals who would proclaim that this country was founded on Christian principles. So once again, I go back to the original sentiment I expressed to you, which was the idea they have about America. I submit to you that their idea of America is adversarial to the proclamation and the uh, and the advocacy that people like myself and others are fighting for. I mean, even if that is true, and I'm sure these people disagree and have better arguments against it than I, definitely not as a US citizen myself and with limited knowledge of the constitution, you all hold so highly. But I think they that doesn't get us away from the fact that they have their view and see that being enacted well in Russia. Whether their view in the first place is well founded or not. They what do you think about it? What's your personal it. opinion, Ms. Kelby, about that, that point of view, this pro-Russian point of view by Christian evangelicals in America? What's your personal position? I think it's misplaced. I think they see a radically different alternative from the US, from the West more broadly. Um, and there's something appealing about it because the grass is always greener. They see, especially the US, right? defeated communism and now kind of descended into the cesspit of liberalism and general degeneracy in these people's views. Uh, and then you look across to Russia and they're upholding certain values they hold dearly. And they think, hang on a minute, that we've done something wrong, they've done something right. We need to be more like that, there's room for growth. Um, and at the end of the day, especially with the whole liberal media pushing the view that Russia has interfered in democracy, stole the election from Hillary Clinton, Trump did by virtue of Russia's interference. Well, I think you're conflating some you're arguments there. Get, I think you're conflating you're some arguments. All, all administrations, all intelligence agencies under all administrations from early 1960s, they have been able to say on the record, that Russia has in fact interfered with democracy. Many of them have said Russia did not care who won, they just wanted it to be a chaotic process for American citizens to lose confidence and faith in the electoral process. And I think that's definitely worked. I think a lot of right-wing evangelicals are disillusioned by democracy and they wanted Trump to win. And lo and behold, if that is due to Russian interference, of course they're going to like Russia more than anyone else who doesn't, who isn't a supporter of Trump would. You know, they talk about morality, and I hear the argument from people like Tucker Carlson and others um, who suggest that somehow those who lean left to those um, who are uh, progressives like myself, that we are contributing to the degradation of the society. And I have to remind those individuals of a few key elements. Uh, the divorce rate in America at one time was only 2%. And many times they will point to this and say that's when people understood family values and understood the culture and the necessity, the benefit of having a two parent household. But the reason why the divorce rate was only 2% is because women could not sign a divorce contract. That's the only reason why. And as soon as women had the ability to, to sign contracts in America, as soon as they were given a choice, then that divorce rate started to increase. And all of a sudden they say, well, that means society is falling apart. 
wait a minute, you started it on the premise that says women have no choice. You all started that, that was a conservative viewpoint. And you wanna point to that conservative viewpoint to suggest that somehow you all were moral back then and people that sign or women that sign a divorce contract are immoral. Do you understand my point here? I think there's a lot more that goes into divorce than simple ability to write your name. Obviously, the legality of being able to write your name, but there's a but lot you more. But you do understand the point the that the reason why you did not have significant divorce contracts in America is because women were not allowed to sign them. The fact that women were not allowed by law to sign divorce contracts, you don't think that was a contributing factor to why on paper document wise, there were less divorces in America? Well, of course, if something's okay. not legal, then it's going to happen less frequently. I don't think- Right, exactly. Yeah, I don't think that's a terribly significant contribution, all due respect. Well, the point is, when they point to a different era and they say, well, in this era, people stayed married. Well, they stayed married because you created an atmosphere that made it illegal for women to file for divorce. These, my bigger point is that these are not, you cannot conflate that to morality. You cannot say because people on paper were married more decades ago in America that somehow we now need to say those people were more moral than individuals today. And that liberalism or the fight for women to have choice has created a degradation in society and it's because of the left or because of movements to the left that society is falling apart. Remember, they founded the society, this American society was founded on the principle that you can own another human being, rape them, kill them with no penalty. How in the world are they claiming to be more righteous back then than today? I think there's an element of sophistry going on here, but I think there's a lot that goes into play mm. into the assessment of people have fallen away from a sense of right and wrong or from a collective understanding of Christian values and that pervading society that doesn't happen any- Now, do you consider yourself a Christian else. woman? I am, sir, yes. All right, and you adhere to the Bible? I adhere to church teaching, yes. All right. Or I try. <laughs> All right, so, so I'm a Christian man myself. But I always qualify that God gave me a brain before he gave me a book. There's some things in scripture I just can't get down with. And, and for example, when the Bible says slaves obey your masters, can you get down with that scripture? I mean, I do not support owning slaves. So okay, well then you disagree with the Bible on some stuff like I do. Well, I mean, I am in theory a Catholic. So this trope is that Catholics don't read the Bible. It's in, it's so in the apocryphal also, it's in the apocryphal, it's there as well. I mean, there's certain things, yeah. I think there's obviously things in the Bible that people wouldn't take word for word. There's arguments on all sides, but all right, there you go. I think that's like kind of a weak argument because- No, it's a strong a argument, in the Bible. It's a strong argument, I just made it. I'm out of time, the next show is coming up, but I appreciate you sharing on the show today. Thank you. Thank you, sir.